0: Welcome back to another episode of
1: Evil
0: Mud. <coughs> Die.
1: Well, uh, thank you for that, Chris. Great job as per you. Sounds,
2: sounds like you have a bit of a tickle in your throat. You might want to take a lozenge. <laughs> or Stop tickling me, <laughs>
0: uh, uh, virus.
1: Yeah. Um, guys, this is an exciting episode for us. Because we have a special guest joining us today. Uh, comedian. Uh, and,
2: and you sound very excited as well. Well, I am <laughs> Drink excited.
1: Drink that tea, James. Drink yeah. that We're recording tea. this one a little bit earlier than usual. Um, this
0: is when James usually wakes up. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. 1 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: Let's do a second take. Okay. Right? Hit it. We want the audience to really get jazzed for our guest, James, okay.
0: you're on. Three, two.
1: This is so exciting. Our next guest is an amazing comedian. She's so funny. She has a new album coming out. you got to check her out, guys. Jackie Pirico.
3: Thanks, guys. Thanks for taking that again for me. I needed that today. No problem. I needed that enthusiasm after the coffee shop we were just at, and the barista saw me and said, are you a comedian? And I said, yeah. And they were like, yeah, I've seen you. Yeah. <laughs> so that felt really good for the that No, have like enthusiasm you were
0: funny or anything. I hate that kind of non-compliment. Yeah, it's
3: like a not it's a non-compliment. It's not it's a non-comment even. And then yeah.
2: and then you were like, "Oh, but my friends here, Michael and James are also comedians." Yes. And the barista was like kind of just went like, "Uh."
3: Like was actually visibly disgusted, I think. And
2: then said can't escape it.
3: Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, know how you could have escaped this by um, not bringing it up?
0: <laughs> People are trying to be funny all around me. <laughs> hey, the barista was literally like,
1: Are you a comedian? Yeah, I've seen your act. Yeah. How do you not follow that up with. It was so funny, or like really yeah, funny. Yeah, but or something. know what I said. Or which just don't mention Chip, a Sidersky.
0: Chip walking by. I guess hey, he's Chip. going to the sweet oh, potato Chip. to go shopping. Oh, former, wow. guest. former guest. Former guest. guest. But also, Jackie was a former guest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's I'm, a for- back. I'm
3: former and present simultaneously. Yes. Jackie
0: is the first guest backy. First double guest. First double guest. Yep. I'm
3: the first double guest. First double
0: guest. If I
2: could go back in time to any time in history, I would go back to when you were a baby. <laughs> And and just hang out with you. No, I didn't say that.
3: You promised you you would just hang out with me? Yeah,
1: what are you doing with this baby, Mike?
3: (laughs) Well, I would say you're going to be a very funny woman when you grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine if my parents walked in on me standing beside my crib and they're like, what are you doing? Who are you? And you'd say, don't worry, I just traveled through time. I'm from a podcast. You'll
0: know about it in the future. Here's the paradox that's taxing my mind right now. Jackie's already really amazing and hilarious. So was Mike there the whole time and he's just thinking of the idea now, but it's already yeah, been a exactly. time loop of him doing it? Yes, yeah, yeah. because like wow. Or was he it. not there and she's already funny and if Mike does go back could for make the her first not time, funny. it'll yeah, mess could ruin with the timeline.
1: I, I didn't
2: think this through. Maybe, maybe, Blow your
0: fucking brains out. <laughs>
3: maybe the man standing beside my crib traumatized me so much that I never made a joke in my life.
0: I don't <laughs> want to be, make a joke because there was a weird, a, a nefarious shadow man... <laughs> haunting me my whole childhood can I
3: tell you why I think that Mike this is why I think Mike did actually go back in time because my parents famously tell me that when I was a baby I was a really good sleeper for the first like year and a half of my life I was like sleeping no problem sleep through the night never fuss and then literally from one day to the next I became a terrible sleeper and was, like, trying to break out of my crib and, like, having really bad sleeves. So it's probably
0: right when, when Mike, Mike
2: visited yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. And I was over your crib going, you're going to grow up to be a very
0: funny woman. <laughs> There's Jackie before Mike's arrival yeah. and Jackie after yeah. Mike's arrival.
3: BM and AM.
0: <laughs> BM. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I didn't get much done uh, BM in the BM era.
0: What does BM stand for? Before ba- Mike. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh. after Mike. Oh, I thought it was. Okay, yeah. yeah. You thought
3: it was poo poo pee pee stuff. Yeah, bowel movement.
0: Oh, no, no. no, tisk, tisk, tisk. no,
3: No, no.
2: no.
0: Mm-hmm. Well.
2: But your new album, as James mentioned, is called Splash Pad.
3: Yes. Brand new album, yeah. And it's
2: available. Now? Everywhere,
3: yes, it's available now, it's available on all stream stores, it's on Bandcamp as well, because people kept asking me, like, mm-hmm. I want to buy it, but I don't have Apple, and I'm yeah. like, oh, shit, yeah. I never put my first one on Bandcamp, so like, I've been thinking I put Bandcamp's mine on a good Bandcamp, idea. Yeah. 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 And then Bandcamp Fridays are a thing where, like, yeah. something good happens. But anyways, it's available everywhere, I'm really Great. happy with it, I'm really excited about it. How
0: much is your suggested price on Bandcamp? Five? Ten? Mm, ten. Go ten, yeah, yeah. I went ten. ten. Is your you, s- album good, or...?
3: I think it's really good. <laughs> some of these albums, these there's comedians no are
0: releasing. no it's not really good.
2: Yeah, yeah. But some people yeah, are releasing... Yeah, not every album is good. People are releasing some real dog shit albums and charging more than that. Uh, so You're good for right. you.
3: <laughs> Thank you so much. And you know what I feel like... Because this true, is my though. second one. I mean, one. Jesus. Yeah, there's a lot We're not being like
0: assholes. No, we're not.
3: Actually, we're if it wasn't for shitty critics. comedy... If it wasn't for shitty comedy, I would never have started comedy because when I was a cocktail waitress at a comedy club, people say, how did you get into it? And I said, really, frankly, it was from serving drinks and seeing so much shitty comedy. I'm like, wow. surely I can do this if they're doing this.
0: And you really can do it. Thanks. Right, so Let you me were- say something about the shitty comedians that are releasing shitty albums, though, first, James, if you don't mind. Mm. Listen up, shitty comedians. Chris <laughs> is about to drop some knowledge. They're, they're really nice, though.
3: Some of them.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. It's worse if they're not nice, eh? My God. <laughs> I'd gosh.
3: say. Actually, it's kind of emotionally worse if they are nice because it's yes, hard it's to reconcile. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm. <laughs> I, well, I was just going to go, so you were a waitress at a comedy bar, <laughs> or, right?
3: Yes, I was for years.
1: It didn't really work after you guys had already gone down that road, but I still want to no. know. Yeah.
3: No. I, uh, I, I waitress, was, you were a cocktail yeah. waitress? Yeah, the comedy nest are in you Montreal. you to say it? Or is I it, think so.
1: What was non-disclosure
0: the-
4: thing? Uh, no,
3: I never signed an NDA. Right. Just, was, say was that a fun job? It was really good because I was a, I was brand new to Montreal. I was a student. Mm-hmm. I needed a job that I didn't have to speak French at because my French wasn't like my French was okay, but not good enough for like a public-facing like hospitality Yet. job. So it was an all English-speaking comedy club, and mm-hmm. and I, I actually became a very good server there because I was really quiet like during the show i could like sneak around i could i have really good balance so i could like balance trays and get really low and Ooh. i would kind of signify to the people when i'm talking to them like like what what else do you want if they were like another coke i'd be like okay and i would kind of like oh. coach them to be quiet yeah. wow the, the, and the, the acts people never to
0: i i mean you probably follow jackie on instagram and tiktok right
3: um no i'm not very strong on tiktok Okay, instagram Snapchat. Uh, you are strong
0: on instagram <laughs> big following thanks uh, you will know that Jackie is good with animals. Uh, yes, I And that I th- probably I think came so. into play at the comedy <gasps> night. Yeah,
3: you're kind of wrangling people. Like, <gasps> yeah. you know, kind of... Shh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, easy girl, <laughs> <daughter girl. laughs> yeah. Easy, girl. Easy,
1: girl. Yeah, easy. It's like you a, a right, bachelorette uh, party. <laughs> you're feeding, yeah, I feeding oats here. to someone at <laughs> yeah, a comedy. I cup.
3: write up hand, Make a fist yeah. first. Present your fist. Open up. palm. Putting them in a
0: cardboard box bed you made.
3: <laughs> with newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I did that for years. I did that like off and on for years, like pretty much throughout my whole time there. Were the comedians
1: generally nice to you, or were you ever like you became a bigger comedian than them, and you remember they were mean to you? And
3: um, like, no, no one was ever. No one was ever mean. Um, there certainly were because it was a different time back then. It was like mm. 2006, two thousand six, seven, bro-y? eight. It was a little more bro-y, but more not only just bro-y, but more. Higgledy. Mm.
0: Mm. Oh, would men like you? And lick yeah, lips? creepy. There
3: was a. Like, there was stuff going on. Are there down. some big
0: time comics you've seen licking their lips? <laughs> <And going
2: here? laughs> that's, when, that's when Radiohead's "Creep" was the, every comedian's was famous top song, top of the charts. Yeah.
3: It was playing <laughs> nonstop at the club. Um, but yeah, just more of that stuff that the if it went down this day and age yeah. would be like a, be a scandal or yeah. be like, you know, people would be canceled. But this
0: is when you fell in love with comedy.
3: Uh, sadly, yes. This is why I have such a, d- a disturbed it, relationship that with that my that, industry.
0: It's funny that that's 15
1: years ago, not like the 60s. Yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah. I, know. I know. It's like if that happened but today. It,
3: yeah. oh. Like po- pre-Me Too really was a significantly like different yeah. time. Yeah. It like, was or I would just go into the green room and hear stuff that like changed. I would never hear now. Or that no one would ever say like, "Give us one." Like, oh, like which one? Like, who, which one of us are you going to blow first? Like that kind oh. of stuff. Oh, They'd say that
0: yeah. to you. Oh yeah,
3: or like make and comments while say? in there. Um, I would always say, <laughs> "No, I can't say the name." No. I'm just. It was, but it's the guy that would always say. But no, what the people that oh, were doing this, nice. the people that were Mr. doing this, Mr. Cosby.
0: <laughs> that's not appropriate. I
3: would say, no. Mr. Cosby. Yeah. Uh, but they're Mr. not even Cosby's around doing anymore. The nest
0: all weekend, <laughs> Thursday, Friday, Saturday.
3: <laughs> These people, like the people that were the mo- the biggest perps of that, mm-hmm. aren't even like like they w- they're not even mm-hmm. even in the scene anymore. They're just like losers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, well, uh, I like that.
1: Amazing. Um, so when Jackie and Mike and I came here together, and Mike told Jackie and I um, something I, shocking. Actually. I could only describe it as a bombshell. <laughs> And I asked Mike if he'd be comfortable sharing this on the podcast. Chris, you don't know this information. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm scared. Mike, why don't you talk about what you've been doing up to this point in your life about in this uh, in this way?
2: Thank you, James. Uh, so I'm comfortable to share this, but on one condition. Can we alter my voice so, that, <laughs> so people don't know it's me? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm comfortable saying it then. Um, at the coffee shop, I decided to tell Jackie and James that I made a major changed my life recently and yesterday at the drugstore i bought for the first time some face wash
0: (laughs) christ almighty (laughs) no mike and so mike how how
2: did (laughs) how did you wash your face prior this is is
3: the question that occurred for me and james we were like
2: well what have you been doing with a bar of soap but i would always put moisturizer on
0: so i'm not a total animal from hell that's so funny because in our move uh, we still have boxes to unpack
2: I'm so sorry to hear
0: I know one of my (laughs) facial washes is still packed away I can't find it and you might notice I have a huge zit beside my nose I do see it I do see it it's big it's like a kid's zit yeah it's like a child's zit on you my face. you use a
3: different face wash than you No, I've been do?
0: using soap. I've been oh, Irish God. Spring soap.
3: Doesn't Kathleen have something you could borrow? She's soap Maybe,
2: ass motherfuckers.
0: Yeah, we, we're soap asses. Wow. But mine's mostly because I moved and I can't find my shit. But may I say But that Mike, it, that's crazy. It
2: gives you a. That zit gives you like a youthful glow. And yeah. yeah. It's like youth culture, punk rock. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's I got like carded. I got an at the, earring. I
0: got carded at the cannabis store. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kid! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey kid, the, t- tell your daughters to be quiet. I'm
2: gonna need to see some ID. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Uh, but it, but it shocked yeah. me because I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my god! I said Mike must have really good genetics mm-hmm. for yes, using so. Yes, you complimented soap. me so nice. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd think that someone Especially that was using photos. soap for decades. Mike's and
0: face shows up amazing in photos. It's true,
3: he's very photogenic.
0: I took a photo of us the other night <laughs> when I was all drunk at Winona Lounge or Lodge <laughs> or whatever, and uh, I'll show you guys. Ah, this is Winona so Let's look at this photo of Mike. I look like the Christ. Child. And keep in and mind, at this home, is a bar of soap face. Listeners at home, you <laughs> wow. can look as well we will post it. We'll put very this, fresh, we'll put this
2: picture out. here. Oh, I'm sending it beautiful. to Mike, so
0: or I'll send it to James, so you can put it on Discord. Can I
2: see it too? No, it is my face. <laughs> no, um, I have a right under the Geneva Conventions. But,
1: <laughs> wait, I'm sending it to all of you. But Mike, no judgment because I d- like. Can I see my face? Oh, my, okay. Well, here, here, here,
0: yeah. Here. No judgment. It's a good one. Yeah. you'll love it. That's so- <laughs> soap did that. Soap did that. Yeah, that's amazing. That could be a campaign. But also, soap did mine.
3: Yeah, but yeah. you know what? Like the the can I just say that's a beautiful picture of both of you, but like the, the resolution isn't that yeah. high in that picture. It's blurry, <laughs> you know?
0: It's got some soap scum on the, uh, <laughs> the actual camera. The
3: lens had soap. Scum. <laughs> yeah. Uh
1: I was just going to say Mike, no judgment because I only know how to do stuff from like a girlfriend right. basically telling me to do it. I would I would be probably doing the same thing. I've just uh had I've been told what to do.
2: See, I got this the advice to get face wash from a uh, tough construction worker that I walked by really? the other
0: day. He put you in a headlock? Hey, buddy, you still <laughs> using
2: <laughs> soap on that face? Yeah. Well, yes, I am, actually, sir. <laughs> he called yeah. me a homophobic slur and then put me in a headlock and then told me to buy face wash. <laughs> Use oil of Olay. Beep. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. yeah. Well, so speaking aggressive. of having
3: to teach your like husband or boyfriend that kind of stuff. My husband now has like long, like shoulder length hair. Great hair. A great hair, yeah, but great head of
0: hair. Tall guy. Yeah, earring, all great.
3: <laughs> he has an earring and a nose ring now. Really? Yeah. No. Yes, he does. <laughs> I love the nose ring. Okay. I love it.
2: Me too. <laughs> I'm gonna have to but cut
3: anyway. this part. What's that? I'm
0: gonna have to cut this part from <laughs> the episode. Elliot, but send us a pic.
3: It's very subtle. It's great. I but see. It's actually a stud right now it's because the ring hasn't. Cool. He's gonna get the ri- the well, actual ring soon. But anyway, no, I love it. It's like I'm I not saying it. It makes me feel like he's like my boyfriend again. Like he's my husband, but when he gets these earring and like, <laughs> do you put a little chain ring, around it like, and
0: like <laughs> carry him? Like pull him?
3: Like he's a simp? Yeah. <laughs> no, he I don't a want simp, a simp. A gimp. Oh, a gimp. I don't want a gimp.
0: Yeah. I, We're simp's.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, I forgot this, the gimp-simp divide. <laughs> but his hair though, sorry. I had to it's teach beautiful. him how to, to do it because he was doing some really bad stuff. Like like he'd get out of the shower and it's all matted and wet. I'm like, did you wash your hair in there? No, I just got it wet. I'm like, did you brush it beforehand? No. So he was going to the shower with naughty, uncombed hair, getting it wet because he thinks it just needs a rinse and then letting it dry. I'm like, that's the most dehydrating thing you can do is get your hair wet without at least like conditioning it because oh. something that gets wet, like your skin or your hair, when, when it gets wet, the process of it drying will remove it's the moisture it already had unless you, like so that's why you should put moisturizer on when your face is still wet. Because, like, you're trapping in mm. the moisture. Anyways, I had to teach him so yeah, much stuff. Yeah, but then stuff. your face
0: is I, I didn't shiny know that. for so long sometimes. Like, shiny.
3: Yeah, but you just got to ride it
2: out, babe. I want to have a dripping wet <laughs> face babe. all the time. It. 24-7.
0: <laughs> what?
2: Oh, Chris, I was just saying, I want to have a dripping wet face
0: 24-7. Yeah, <laughs> well, you kind of do. Thank you. <laughs> and
2: that's
3: why it keeps you so youthful. <laughs> yeah. Jackie,
0: yeah. I was
1: going to say about your husband's earring. Very rarely would I be like, oh, that earring looks great on that guy. Yeah, But with Ellie, your husband, yes, it looks great. I think so, too. He looks cool. Yeah, like Not a lot of guys could pull off an earring. Imagine Chris with a fucking earring or Mike or me. I
3: think I could imagine Hell Chris. No. I could imagine Chris. But not me, though? Well, mm, wait a second. Somehow what not. I get?
1: It's exactly what I was going to say. What kind of earring?
3: I think he would have a... Actually, I don't know.
0: A long cross?
3: Well, I do love those. And I said... I said but they're out of fashion already,
0: I feel. I know. They were big last year. They're Chris big with big last a...
3: year and they are big whatever... 12 years before that or 15 years before 19? that.
0: 20? 90? Yeah. 20 years? Chris with a stud, a gold stud. I feel like a goth New Wave band yes. would wear them.
3: Yeah, gold. I think gold you would need, Chris, because of your that would look good on your warm skin tone. You know what I
0: think, Chris? Thanks for saying warm skin tone.
2: Chris, you know what else you should also do, though, actually? <laughs> when you get the earring, also get um, a pair of leather gloves but then cut the fingers
0: out and then wear them like that. Oh, I would love to be like... Um, Valerie's boyfriend Nick from uh, Family Ties. Yes, <laughs> remember him? Yeah, that's Nick. a real deep cut. That's an yeah. oh, eighties TV him. show. Yeah, I'm, I'm I saw thinking, reruns. I didn't see it. Uh, whatever.
1: I'm thinking for Mike. <laughs> two simple, uh, thin, silver hoops. One in <laughs> okay. each lobe.
3: One. Okay, so double earrings. Simple, okay.
1: thin, little, like like a key, like the ring of a keychain. Like a simple. Yeah.
2: Because I was thinking of getting just a zillion studs in my ear like Steven Tyler and just getting <laughs> up, the, many, up the top. Yeah, too
0: many earrings. I could see, oh, I I have can have see Mike with huge spacers in <laughs> his ear. Yeah,
3: big expanders. Oh, yes, yes. Amazing. But like with the spike oh, out the say. back. The spike <laughs> out the back.
1: And then when Mike's having a casual day, he takes a spacer out. He has that droopy <laughs> like, ass. Droopy <laughs>
2: earlobe. Broken earlobe. I feel so bad and for I people would, with that. I would go to the park and just tell kids like, you can play with my ears, kids. Flick them back and forth. Not just kids, <laughs> but also adults. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but can I tell you, I do have the Steven Tyler piercings. Like, I, all this one ear is full of holes. What's that called? The piercing? The a, a cartilage or like, I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I just have, I have holes like all up here. Right. But I never have them in because I like they bug me and they, it's hard to sleep on. You're the subject
0: nah. of the Aerosmith song. Lady looks like me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Comma, Dude. <laughs> That was pretty fucking clever. That was good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when you, when uh, there was, I worked with someone recently who had big, big spacers, and they were kind of popular 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Like maybe in the turn of the century when like raves were still big and stuff. Yes.
3: I had a, I went up to a, or down to like a zero gauge or like, or I had, how big was mine? Mine was like the size of a a pencil when I was like 12. So around the exact same time you're talking about, Mm -hmm. but like, I just wanted, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And, And then I got like the expander and it was like kind of expanding it to not very big, but like, like literally like the size of a pencil eraser.
0: Did you have pink hair?
3: no I never had different colored hair mm. I think um, I had dreadlocks at this point but did
0: you put up a, do you ever have the pixie th- things or like, like the like little pixie haircuts, or hair those haircut? little buns or wait you had oh, you did like that recently oh space buns
1: yeah you did it recently <laughs> I did have
0: space buns Jeff Jack York style <laughs> yeah
1: so you had spacer holes I just had
3: one But but so was... it fills back in Well, this is what happened with mine. Mine wasn't your common trajectory because I started to do it and then I was like, and then I kind of gave up on it because like, it's like a, it looks like a spike and you kind of pull it through gradually to like make the hole bigger. It looks like a a mini little like railroad spike. It was like bright green plastic. But then, but then I like kind of forgot about it. I took it out. And one day in gym class when I was in like grade
0: eight. When you were twelve.
3: Yeah, twelve or thirteen. I found the expander in the pocket of my like gym shorts, and I was like, "Oh yeah, my expander! <laughs> I'm gonna do it all right now in one shot." So I put this dirty <laughs> spike in my ear in front of a bunch of people, no. and, went, and I like yanked it through, no. and, I, and and it was like, oh, it was so painful, I was like, Aah! and I'm like, ha, ha. and then it got so infected, oh, it got God. so crusty that then my whole... Grew in entirely was so infected So when I bef- right before I got married, this is like, like a
2: Simpsons episode,
3: <laughs> when I, and then like had to like, like when I was like thirty years old or whatever, getting married, I had to go get that hole re-pierced so I could wear earrings on my wedding day because I I like no fucked way. my all up. Yeah, from
1: that one decision, from, from that, that as a, one stupid decision, kid. <laughs> yeah. And I got my ears pierced when
3: I was, like, five. So I'd had that hole forever. And that's how infected it was. I was such a dipshit, (laughs) honestly. I love
1: that idea of you being 12. Like,
3: whatever, fuck Absolutely. (laughs) That's what (laughs) what I was like. I also tried to pierce my own belly button, too. Oh,
1: my God. When I was
3: around that same age. Horrible. Because I was at my friend's house. I'm like, I had to pierce my own belly button. So I was like, get me an ice cube. I'm like, got an ice cube on it. Then I put a needle, like a sewing needle, through a flame to, like, sterilize it. Because I'm really, like guy i'm so smart and then i'm sitting at her house like ah, like trying to get this needle through my belly button and then my my dad called her landline this is how long ago this was i'm here to, uh, i'm here to get you and i was like oh shit my dad came to get me so the needle was like halfway through so i remember i had to get in his car and i was sitting in the front seat like like whore, like like almost like lying down because i couldn't bend my torso because the needle was in it he's like why are you sitting like that i'm like just tired <laughs> and i got <laughs> and i got home and i tried to continue it but i, I never got through so you had you know a what? needle
1: in your stomach yeah. in the car and you're lying with a needle in your yeah, body my belly and your dad's button. like why are you being yeah weird? i'm like
3: oh just sleepy or something and he probably didn't even like <laughs> think about it and i got home and i tried to finish it but i just couldn't i like, gave up and i still have a scar
1: <laughs> you know what a ba- like a, i was a insane you're crazy i'm
3: mental
0: yeah you're actually crazy i still am i know wow but still, you're like that. It started character. a long time. You're ago. the only guest who's as <laughs> mental as us. The Welcome only guest the, we've had. Yeah. Welcome to the bus. <laughs> the crazy person bus. Yeah, you're like you're yeah. like a
2: character from um, Riding the Bus with My Sister.
3: <laughs> What's that? The Rose I don't your know what th- movie where she. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! Wait! I think I know what you're talking about. Oh,
2: shit.
1: Damn. That's but wild. Like,
3: but considering I was so crazy and bad, I'm I like turned out like in my defense I think I turned out pretty oh like oh, good enough. You're fucking like, awesome. I never went I never gotten like in too much trouble because i think i got all my wildness out when i was quite young you're really so, hilarious an and, an you're really <gasps> you. and
0: you're really responsible thank you you're really focused on your career and you're really great to your friends you pay your taxes you. I, think you, I think you worked out all right thanks yeah. so much yeah. it's you're... good to be a little crazy he's
3: just saying this <laughs> he's just saying this to me because i said he has a warm skin tone yeah <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what jackie you've got like a,
1: a fun um lively spirit and i guess if you know you're a kid and you're doing you're sticking needles in your body and all this maybe you know you you could either go the fun lively spirit adult right. route or um, bad. another way any really way you went uh, the
0: fun way yeah you went the fun <laughs> way so did mike now with the f- new face wash
1: i know mike yeah. was like a fucked up kid with the soap and now yeah, yeah. he's like a good guy well yeah. as as you one could
0: of, have gone, it could have gone
2: bad you... <laughs> <laughs> as the great philosopher once once said i forget his name he once said uh, we're never going to survive unless <laughs> We get a little crazy.
1: <laughs> you're, you're talking about the philosopher named Seal. That's his name. Yeah, Seal. Yeah, Seal. Yes. Yeah. Seal Those like are from he, ancient uh, Seal the
3: Needles. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, poor Seal. We will not bully <laughs> <laughs> Seal.
1: <laughs> either that or, yeah,
0: he's not using moisturizer. Yeah, he was
3: obviously <laughs> not using moisturizers Well, you know, he wasn't, but, but. but he still won Heidi Klum's
2: love, didn't he? Oh, yes, Oh she she did. my God, dude. Yeah, she
0: is the one of the foxiest women She's on the planet. She's so
2: fine. No longer together. Oh, That's true. Seal.
0: Yeah. You let Seal ours.
3: fucked up. Seal fucked, fucked up. up. Seal <laughs> fucked up.
0: <laughs> you let Heidi Klum slip through your fingers like a slippery seal. Seal, if
3: you're listening, mate. Now who's the seal?
0: <laughs>
1: Heidi Klum escaped like a slippery Nobody seal. Nobody would have the balls to call themselves seal now.
3: It's true. Seal with an E A. I'm gonna like change animal. my name
0: to rhinoceros.
1: <laughs> 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 or Chris changes his stage name to just like Pig or something.
2: <laughs> Please welcome to the stage,
0: Pig. <laughs> oink 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 oink. How are y'all motherfuckers doing tonight? Pig you is wear- in the house. You wear
1: a pig T-shirt and pig shorts. Oink oink. <laughs> pig. Oh god. <sighs> beep beep. <laughs> Before we get to our evil man, we should mention that we have a Patreon account at patreon.com slash evil men. If you go there and you sign up, you get two bonus episodes a month. We're going to have a bonus episode up there with Jackie. If you are enjoying our chat with Jackie, you'll get more of that. We Our last one was with uh, Ebony Rosen, and uh, we have a bunch of great stuff up there. Check it out. Patreon.com slash Evil Men. And if you join up, you get access to our Discord, where Chris and I are in there chatting with everybody and shooting the shit. So you can hang out with me and Chris in there. Now, uh, we also should mention that we have a live show October 28th at 9 p.m. at Comedy Bar. We're looking right now. There's only two fucking tickets left. so
2: Snag them while you can, There's people. absolutely
1: no chance you will be able to get a ticket probably by the time this episode is out. Right. But if somehow not... Please come. And also, I want to mention, if you're in the Patreon uh, and you're going to the live show, send us a message because we'll reserve a a seat for you at the front.
2: Also, we should break the news that uh, we have some very special guests joining us for Evil Men Live, a Halloween Frightmare.
1: That's right. We're going to have some guests. We're going to have Suze Kempner from London, England. Yes, she joined us on
2: our episode about... Jim Jones.
1: Yep. Uh, we're going to have Tim Gilbert, who is uh, one of
2: the funniest, best guys of all time. And we're also going to have Brandon Ash-Mohamed, Muhammad, is also a hilarious comedian, and they're all going to be doing a little something special
1: with us. And Brandon was on an episode with us and told us, I think on a Patreon, an amazing story about a stinky dick. <laughs> yes, he did. So check that out. I also wanted to mention before we get to the guy that... Um, uh, we, we we'd love some more advertisers. This is something I'm trying to work on. I'm really like at this. I'm like a dog with a bone on this. You're one. You're like
2: Don Draper, but, yes, but Canadian and not with a debilitating uh, addiction to alcohol
1: <laughs> or a, a dark secret that I uh, yes, a stolen valor secret. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you know, if you want to advertise <laughs> with us, send us a DM because we're really good at it, and we're sexy and we're hot, and we're going to make your business look sexy and hot. So, Jackie. Yes. M- you chose the topic for this episode. I
3: did. I love this. I love this. Um, this figure in, in history, <laughs> recent history.
1: Who did you pick?
3: We are going to be discussing today, Mrs. Betty Broderick. Who was? Uh, well, I don't want to. I don't want to like give away the story. But she's. Um,
2: she's not Matthew Broderick's mother. She's, she's the first thing. You need this to ain't know. Matthew Broderick's mother. You know what? I mean, I didn't even think
3: about
1: this. This is the first time we've done a woman on Evil Men.
3: This is the first woman. Yeah, wow. We're really are we opening well, it's a door evil here? evil
0: men, but we decided if we do women, our female guests should do it, right? Oh, okay, so but it's also not us being like this woman, right? And, you know? But but
3: some may <laughs> interpret this story, and some many do interpret this this story, this event as um, as an evil man yes. being involved as well. So it it's is. kind of up for interpretation. Okay. I
0: think I saw the interpretation called uh, Dirty John season two. Ah, oh, brilliant! And I loved it. Yeah, who's the actress who played her again? Uh,
3: the gorgeous Amanda Peet, yeah, who I've been a Pete. fan of since Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Remember wow. that?
0: Yeah, she was incredible. The whole nine yards. She was yeah. in yeah. Uh, Saving Silverman. Plays the yes. uh, evil man. <laughs> the husband. Can I just
1: ask quickly? Does. does Uh, Dirty John season two have anything to do with Dirty John season one or are they totally No, No, it's an anthology Okay Okay, Different
2: John and he's entirely dirty in a new way (laughs) Yeah
3: But I do I do think that one day you should do Dirty John on Evil Men because like wow what a guy
0: Yeah I'm pitching a show called Grubby John (laughs) (laughs) It's just about a guy who doesn't shower This guy uh, didn't
3: either his scrubs were always dirty That's what all the women said They were like Yeah, he was a doctor but like his scrubs were always dirty. Yeah, That's why he's Dirty John. The,
0: yeah. <laughs> and Eric he does get dirty. talking about the Eric Bana one yeah, right? Yeah. Eric Bana, my God. Oh,
3: Eric Bana is so good. And Connie Brighton. Yeah, yeah, Connie.
0: I guess we're just, uh, the Dirty John <laughs> series, we're recommending it right yeah. now. <laughs> so good. Watch it. But, but this, anyways, yeah, yes. Sorry. Betty Broderick. Take this away, Michael. Yep.
2: Let's dive into the exciting and fun world of Betty Broderick. <laughs> so, uh, just a little context. Betty Broderick is an American woman who was convicted of murdering her
1: ex-hubby, Daniel. American
2: Don't shoot me in bed! <laughs> uh, she... <laughs> She was convicted of murdering her ex husband, Daniel T. Broderick III, and his second wife, Linda Broderick, on November 5th, 1989. So that's two years before Nirvana released. Never mind. You know
0: what sucks about being murdered? What? What's that, Chris? You can't go like, hey, why'd you do that? Actually, you're already gone.
3: well, that's you can't, you're right. But if I may interject, I'll go to the ending of the story. She was she said. That she didn't really realize that she had killed him because she said he sat up in bed and was like, hey, okay, Eight. you got me. That's what she said he <laughs> said.
0: That's a weird thing.
3: And she was like, he was talking to me, so I didn't know no proof I killed of him. That.
0: No, he absolutely like couldn't have. It's yeah, her story. Yeah, yeah, it, was yeah. In, it
3: was her, Her like, she was in a mania and, and perceived that he had, like, was like, okay, Betty, you got me.
0: Let's get married again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the push I needed. Will you make me the happiest man for a second time in my life? <laughs> and marry me? Um, well, let's dive into the life of Betty Broderick. Yeah. Jackie, you chose it, but I did some, some notes here. Perfect. And the story of Betty Broderick is, like you said, she, I mean, she's in jail for murdering her husband and his second wife, but some people... Some people believe that she was also the victim of an abusive marriage. Anyway, Betty Broderick, she was uh, born, she was from an Italian family. She was born Elizabeth Biscalia, born in 1947, grew up outside New York City in the wealthy <laughs>
4: suburb.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she grew up in Bronxville outside New York in a uh, hey! very... Uh, Devout Roman Catholic family. Hey, I'm Catholic here. (laughs) Hey, I'm
0: Catholic, you fucking piece of shit. Hey, I'm trying to feel guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, shut the fuck
2: up. We're trying to feel guilty over here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm worshiping the Blessed Virgin. (laughs) So her her mother... Blessed Virgin, I'm so sorry for... for... something. (laughs) (laughs) So it was a strict uh, Catholic family. Her parents were strict, and uh, much was expected of the Biscalia children. Uh, Betty recalled later that she was raised to uh, grow up to be a housewife, a traditional sort of Catholic housewife, to support her man, uh, you know, bear children, and just have a nice, you know, devoutly religious life. Didn't turn out that way, exactly. Oh, crap. Her parents didn't raise her to do what she actually became famous for doing. (laughs)
3: <laughs> right, <laughs> they didn't have that in mind that's for her. Interesting, yeah, yeah.
2: huh? Uh, she uh, but they
3: were pretty well to do as well. Like she had yes. some assets. She had a like, yeah. She they, they were they weren't um, mm. they were because that's a rich not rich neighborhood, but it's like mm.
2: Westchester. So, yeah, it was yeah. Like they they had money. Is yeah. They yeah. a boat.
3: Yeah. I think they had two boats plus a yacht. Mm. Mm. No, right. we don't know about any <laughs> boats. Uh. They want to put any misinformation out there.
2: So she went to college and she got a degree in early childhood education. Uh, Warning sign there. (laughs) Uh, No, no, just joking. Uh, My parents were both educators. Um, In 1965, right? So it's the swinging 60s, and uh, she went to a football game uh, at the University of Notre Dame in Indiana Mm -hmm. where she met. A man named Dan Broderick, who would become her future husband. Uh, and he was a medical student. He was going to medical school. And he was from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in a more uh, working class family than she came from.
0: That's crazy that she met a man that already had the same last name as her. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely fucked um, that that happened. <laughs> and uh, he,
2: yeah, he was from like a poorer family. Um, and he was persistent. And she wasn't initially interested in him. Uh but he he sort of was so in love with her that she agreed to start dating him. And uh she said in interviews that when she met him, she wasn't impressed. She said, quote, I'm real tall and used to go out with athletic guys, whereas Dan had long, skinny sideburns, round tortoiseshell glasses. You're talking Geek City.
3: <laughs> oh. Nerd alert. Yeah. And and that was her style in interviews. She was always like <laughs> she was she was quite a ham in interviews. Like, yeah, she seems yeah, fun. We're geek talking city? geek city, yeah. city here, yeah. but yeah. she that was really cool. fun. Remember how fun she was with the kids in the in the in the series?
0: She's talking about him like that after she murdered him. <laughs>
3: yeah, she's like, oh, okay, because usually I went out with jocks, but this yeah. guy was a fucking nerd. Yeah,
0: the guy I killed was a fucking nerd, dude.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's anti-geek hate, is what she's doing. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! But he, does she he's not ins-
3: realize
1: that like nerd culture is part of the zeitgeist <laughs> yes, now? Like Marvel, Star Wars. Like, what
2: the hell is yeah, wrong yeah,
0: with yeah. this yeah. woman? Yeah. I'm a nerd. I just watched Andor.
3: <laughs> and, and when he introduced himself he said I'm an MDA
2: yeah um, what is it medical doctor almost
3: he's a, he's a ham too That's so he's funny funny,
2: funny nerd um, <laughs> And at first she was like yeah you're a fucking nerd I fucking hate you but he started calling her and telegramming her it's the 60s and sort of like uh, wouldn't get out of her face and she did like that he came from a big Catholic family as well so that was one plus side. he was a, a, a nerd who worshipped the true Christ <laughs> um, she said that, uh, while he was persistent, he promised me the moon. The guy asked me to marry him every day for three years. So he sort of wore her down and the couple actually married on April 12th, 1969 in Tuckahoe, New York.
3: Um, yes, they got married and he was so lower, like, uh, not low class, but he was like, I'm not wearing a morning jacket. I don't want to wear a morning jacket to the wedding. I want to wear just a normal suit. Right. And her mom was like, What? A fucking dirt ball.
2: Yeah, he wouldn't he wear a, a tuxedo City at guy. the wedding. He was like a, he like refused for some reason, and this infuriated her mother. <laughs> yes, and she was like, Cause
3: they were fancy, I guess.
2: Yeah, and then so what I wrote here is that her mother got so mad that uh, she made Betty take all of her stuff out of the family house and insisted that her, like, she wouldn't let the newlyweds move into their mansion and made them live in a dorm room.
3: My goodness, over a jacket.
2: Yeah.
1: I would just wear the jacket just <laughs> for them. You know what I mean? Like
3: if, to have a nice place to stay. Yeah. yeah.
2: What did he wear? Like a t-shirt, like a, a Jimi Hendrix t-shirt to the <laughs> wedding, or like
3: just a ringy, yeah. a ringy. You know, band-y. my brother.
2: I mean,
1: shout out to my brother who does listen, but he mm-hmm. really didn't want to wear a suit to his wedding, and it was like a thing. What did really? he want to wear? I don't know. Just like casual clothes, because he's like a sailor.
3: Oh, so a couple a pair of spares and a cargo shorts.
0: James. He
1: doesn't, but he has tattoos.
0: Nice.
3: He had tattoos at his wedding. Well, they were already
1: <laughs> on him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so but he did wear a suit. In the end, he did, but it was a thing. Ah, interesting. Under yeah. protest, yeah. he wore a suit. Under protest, yeah. yeah. Damn it!
0: <laughs> it had to have seaweed on it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Co- it had to be covered in barnacles. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> was their first dance this song? <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, right away, after uh, her husband sort of wore her down and like she agreed to marry Mm. him, she was in for shock because his sort of demeanor changed. Where also she was used to having like a maid and like living in a beautiful home. She's living in a dorm room now. And her husband immediately is like, I want a traditional wife. You have to do like all the housework. Uh, He like took her paychecks and stuff. Mm. That's normal. She claimed early on that he became very uh, domineering and like controlling. And
3: she had her own vehicle, and then it was like, then then she did not like have say and when she had her car anymore, and, right? Yeah and she started taking over that.
2: He took the car, all of her paychecks, you know, she's making this money teaching third grade. apparently. she was a third grade mm-hmm. teacher. Um, and he was just a teacher, too. Oh, sorry, he was a doctor. No, he was a doctor sorry, at this okay. point. He
3: was still in med Studying school at sorry, this right. point. Yeah, in med
2: school. Okay. His joke medical doctor almost, MDA. Yeah, yeah.
3: that's really rich. Yeah. He's so I mean, funny. I get what
2: he's saying, though. Like, if you don't
1: control your wife's paychecks and mm-hmm. car, how are the, you going to be sure they don't cheat on you? Yeah. you know? Yes, exactly. Like, what are you supposed to do? Mm. I mean, I, at I, least I, bug the car. Yeah,
2: at least. And,
1: <laughs> and this was before you could track someone, you know, with their phone. So,
0: so yeah you'd say i'm going out and then you'd hit record on a hidden tape recorder That <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> those a were the big, old clunky those <laughs> the old days yeah yeah
4: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> hi milkman hi milkman hi <laughs> milkman <laughs>
2: So in light of what she later did, this is interesting, because no, married life wasn't what she expected, and not long after the wedding, um, Betty tried to get a divorce from her husband, and oh, um, shit. she told him that she didn't want to be with him, because she didn't like being controlled, but then, because they're both ca- so damn Catholic, yes. she got yeah. pregnant right away with their <sighs> first child, daughter Kim, and then had four more kids, and they didn't get divorced. Kim's she, inconvenience. You raise a good <laughs> point.
3: Amen. Yeah,
0: (laughs) on CBC.
2: (laughs) So she's sort of trapped now in the marriage because they're very devout, which is... it's too bad isn't isn't
3: that such the Mm. the, like kind Mm. of feedback loop or like paradox of a catholic marriage because the conditions of a a very catholic mindset in a marriage are so shit (laughs) and then conveniently it's also very bad to divorce like you're just in a a cage yeah god's cage and you can't and you're not using contraception because that's bad yeah Mm -hmm. and you can't get an abortion because that's bad really setting up (laughs) the women for a lot of success
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah so in a way it's what saying, she did was Christ's fault.
3: Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm saying this is all on Christ.
0: If you live in that environment, hide your gun.
3: Hide your gun?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because you're driving your women mad. Right. Oh, right.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I thought you meant the woman hide their gun because no, that's also a sin.
0: No, I'm coming from the man's yeah. perspective. <laughs> hide your gun because yeah. you're genuinely driving a- women mad.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yes so
0: yeah it's but live like that yeah go just ahead and live like that just
3: have a really good hiding spot yeah
0: <laughs> betty where'd you get the gun <laughs> for god's sake
2: um <laughs> after their first daughter was born right dan let's, let's shout, shout out to dan he worked hard he got his medical uh degree hey congratulations you know that's
0: nothing to sneeze at congratulations dan if you're listening
2: but then he wasn't satisfied with just uh, having a uh, medical degree. He announced he wanted to become a, uh, a lawyer and combine his medical expertise uh, with a law degree. So he went to Harvard Law School. Hard to get into. Good for Dan.
3: <laughs> and he knew exactly what he was doing because he knew that he had the medical experti- expertise to corner the medical malpractice sphere of like law. Oh. Which is huge which is in the America. The biggest right? thing yeah. you can get into. Oh. He, he was almost like a kind of a wheeler and dealer, scamming schemer. He was like, he narrowed in on like what would make him so much money.
1: That must have been so cool to like, um, in early in your life, do all these things that later in your life will make you really rich.
3: I wouldn't know anything about it. I wouldn't either, but (laughs) it must be a neat thing to do.
0: (laughs) But I just want to go back and say, speaking of Dan being a climber, Mm -hmm. he manipulated Betty. Mm -hmm. Like they fell madly in love. No, he was pursuing her family's money for sure. Yeah,
3: her family's money and someone to to do everything and support him while he... Because he couldn't have gone yeah. to that school without mm-hmm. someone looking she after worked, the house. She's she
0: a him. grifter. Yes. She she to the highest him. degree.
3: Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm.
0: While
2: Manipulating he to, grifter. Mm-hmm. While he was at Harvard uh, Law School, yeah, she supported him and paid, I guess, for his tuition. Yeah, yeah. and took and out he loans her under like, her Shit. name. Shit. Yes. I don't think
0: he let her wear shoes. I just made that part <laughs> But up. also,
3: I don't know, I don't want to step on you if you're about to say this, but with the constant babies having, yes. she her pregnancies were really painful and bad. Like she had a lot of complications during her pregnancies. She was really sick the whole time, yet she was still working. And she said to him, at least in the, in the series, she was like, oh God. She's like, oh my God, I'm pregnant again. No, 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 no. She's like, I get so sick. And she didn't want to like go through with one of the pregnancies, but he's like,
2: the church though.
3: Right. You have to have the baby. So
2: she was like Kate Middleton just barfing every ten minutes? <laughs> Remember how she was always the Oh, news I didn't know barfing? that about
3: Kate. Was she was <laughs> she uh, a vomit A lady? royal vomiter. <laughs> yes. Wait, what, when while she was pregnant?
0: I think with all of her kids, oh, she's always, know, some always so ladies beautiful get sick. I don't want little bit
3: of a little bit of a little to of a little bit of a little
2: bit have a commemorative bit Turn a
0: Chris bit i a crush.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Kate, a you're listening. a at Evil Men on Twitter, at Evil Men Pod.
0: The Catholic Church is a grifter manipulator too. Yeah, and I'd Dan say Dan is playing the game. Yeah. yeah, damn, dude. So Dan, he's <laughs> Dan, dude. He's diligent. He dove into his studies with gusto,
2: and he he just had like a crazy work ethic. Uh, he was like a workaholic kind of guy, and because he grew up without a lot, uh, you know, of money in his family, he was obsessed with securing wealth and success and status with his new family. But this was at the expense of being a a good hubby, you could say. And he wasn't really involved as a father, and he wasn't really there for Betty as a husband, from what we understand. Mm -hmm. So then they're making... uh, He's he's got his law degree. The Broadwick family ups and moves to La Jolla, California, near San Diego in 1973, because Dan, he got a job offer as a medical malpractice lawyer... His goal, he achieved his goal. Jesus. Within five years, he's making a million dollars per
0: year.
3: Opens his in the, own practice. In the 70s. In
0: the 70s. Yes. Oh, that's a lot in the 70s. Now it's not.
3: And she really pushed him. She, yeah. she gave him a lot of confidence too. She was like, you can do this. Yeah. And he was kind of like, oh, but like, do I have what it takes? And he goes, she was just like his champion, really. Like, right. yes, you can do this. You can open your own practice. Yeah, he had you don't his own practice. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. If you were making That's a million point. dollars in the 70s, you probably could have bought the Dallas Cowboys or something. Well, they <laughs> lived the yuppie,
2: like the classic, if yeah. you think of the yuppie lifestyle in the late 70s, early 80s. That was them, basically. Right, mm-hmm. like members
3: of multiple country clubs, mm-hmm.
2: private schools for the kids. They had, uh, yeah, ski, ski condos in Colorado, mansion San Diego, cars, boats, maids, the finest fashion from
0: Europe. They probably got fresh macaroni and cheese, mm-hmm. not macaroni and cheese from the box. Oh
3: yeah, hell no. This was like, yeah, the, yeah. these noodles were never frozen. They were probably
0: yeah. flown in from Italy that morning.
3: <laughs> the mac and cheese, was and the cheese flown was into, flown in from, from Sorrento. <laughs> also Betty Betty she could shop till she dropped too like and because oh. they had the means but she did love to shop yeah,
1: they so probably um, used uh, toilet paper too instead of like rags so we all do it
0: <laughs> god, yeah oh god I know like, oh, sorry they had yeah, they have to get a new laundry machine they had full plumbing in their mansion. Oh, what? man, yeah. that yeah. must be nice. Just,
3: just judging by the timeline, I bet they did also have that like colored
0: toilet paper. Do you mm, oh, remember I know that? Exactly oh, it was funny they went no. to space once.
3: <laughs> you think they went for a quick trip? Yeah,
0: they probably went <laughs> to space once. Did, they,
2: did you just say, Chris, that you don't have a working washing machine?
0: Uh, laundry machine, um, and I've got all these shit rags piling up in the basement.
3: So you're wa- hand-washing your shit rags?
0: <laughs> yeah, in an old sink. Well, Betty would never marry you uh, Well, I would charm the pants off her I would say that uh, I'm Telegram a, after telegram a, I'm an RGA Rich guy almost
1: <laughs> That would be so funny If you said that
0: on, on Like on Tinder or something
2: What do you do for a living? I'm an RGA
1: Rich guy rich almost guy. And listen, baby
2: Listen, baby You can get an abortion anytime you want
0: Yeah like, yeah. oh,
3: now you're talking my language. I'll drive
0: you to the abortion. I'll wait outside. I'll smoke a fucking siggy. Abortion. <laughs> abortion. <laughs> well, it goes in. Abortion. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and you'll smoke a sig in the parking lot?
0: Drinking
1: yeah. coffee? Yeah. She comes back from the op- from the procedure and you just stink like coffee
0: and cigarettes? Oh, hey, God. Babe. I yell at the window where it's happening. How's it going, Betty? <laughs> <laughs> from the street down below? <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> so it's
2: weird. In interviews that I've read, she talks about... It's weird when someone talks about their life like this, but she's like... You know, we had the perfect Leave it to Beaver, uh, you know, marriage and children. And, you know, we had all the comforts of modern life. It's a weird thing for someone to say about their own life. But um, that was just surface because all was not well in their marriage. Betty actually felt unfulfilled and uprooted. You know, she's a gal from New York. And uh, now, you know, she had ambitions. She had a career. Now she's just a soccer mom in La Jolla, California with no career or real friends of her own. See, I would have taken
0: care of her way better than that. Oh, yeah? I yeah, wouldn't I mean, have done shit. I would the have the just partied lot. with her. We would have had so much fun. <laughs> I'm actually kind of pissed off.
3: You pissed yeah. at Dan? Yeah. Well, yeah, see, that's a lot I mean, of fun. Betty would
0: have had so much fun. Are you, Are you attracted to her?
3: Yes. She was gorgeous. She was gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous girl. Mm-hmm. Funny. What
1: was her name? Again? Just Betty like Broderick.
2: Betty Roderick. Okay. I'm Broderick. 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 Betty But Broderick. She was born
3: Betty Bascalia.
2: Yes, Bascalia. And this is just an interesting detail. They had. Nine pregnancies in sixteen years of marriage. That's wow! Knock the wind out of your sails. Did they all come through? No, Mm, because there was like miscarriage, and actually
3: there was a baby that did was born, but only survived like for a few days.
2: He was like, he took a look around and went,
3: "Ah, "This is not for
0: me. (laughs) Too tense. (laughs) Not my scene. Exactly. The tension is palpable in this new house.
3: (laughs) But then finally, she was like, "Okay,
2: (laughs) Woody Allen." Um, I see that mom and dad are not exactly the best yeah. partners for each other. <laughs> <laughs> but then
3: after like the fourth kid, she was like, okay, please. I would really love to get my tubes tied. Like I can't handle another pregnancy. We have all the babies that we need. Need whatever
0: because yeah. it's so hard on her body. Betty. But
3: then, but his- if I was
0: with Betty, I would have let her get her tubes tied right away. I would have got a vasectomy. We would have had so much fun. And that's fun. the thing: she
3: has, she's had <laughs> all these babies, and now she has to get her tubes tied. Why can't he get his stupid tube, small and tubes you know, tied? Just- <laughs> I got
0: my vasectomy, and I'm telling you, it's fucking party. You time. like it? Yeah. You know you been those little binder sex, clips like you get constantly. a Grand toy? Yeah. <laughs> they just put those on the tubes where the sperm goes, like
3: mini, mini ones, or yeah, just the same one, like the small ones, gauge binder clips
0: i wanted big ones they said no no it would hurt they got me the small <laughs> little guys
3: mm-hmm. i have like really small butterfly Clamps. clips for my hair that could probably work for the tubes
0: give them the elliot's scrotum
3: we, ha- we haven't even had any <laughs> babies yet
0: Give them exactly to- <laughs> exactly, Do it. You, exactly. Gotta, you gotta clip that scrotum it before now. it's too late chris yeah. that's why
1: you stop wearing boxer briefs right because the clip Pokes out like yeah. you can see the clip in your underwear. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: By the so now way, what do you wear? It looks like something's in my scrotum. Yeah. Now yeah, you yeah, just yeah, wear yeah. a binder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually keep my whole dick and balls in a pencil bu- <laughs> case. <laughs> <laughs> And I write red hot chili peppers, guns and roses on it, Nirvana. Blue gun. And that S, that S. A yin yang sign.
1: (laughs) Beep beep. Beep beep. I just wanted to say for context, I googled what they looked like. And she was pretty, but also he was very handsome. Yeah. I didn't realize oh, that either. Sorry,
3: let's just take him Am down a notch again. But when he started making his money, he got a nose job.
1: Oh, okay, boom, and which
3: is fine. Yeah. But he was very, he was quite, you know, concerned with this, the aesthetics. And know what he started calling himself when he started making the money? He had a nickname for himself. What? Count de Money. Ugh. That's yeah.
0: fucking. Did you lame. remember that? No, and I don't think the show covered him yeah, having they, they a nose said, job. Did they? No, they didn't.
3: The show didn't talk about him having a okay, nose job. I didn't but know but that. But there was a scene in it, which is true, where Amanda Peet, playing yeah. Betty, said to her friends, "Yeah, I know it's out of control. He's making so much money. Did you know he calls himself Count de Money?
1: Ooh,
0: that sounds like he's like the um, um, archetype of it." <laughs>
2: <laughs> well,
0: she, but she had a license like,
2: plate that said "Load me up." She had a personalized plate. <gasps> right. Yeah. But
3: what does that but, mean? Like, load me up with load money load her up or? with babies? No, no.
0: By the sounds oh, of yeah, it. Right. But don't they see? Load does, me up count.
1: Doesn't you know? Um, like an American Psycho and Christian Bale's like the archetype of like the '80s yuppie, empty, soulless guy. Right. He really, at least the way he's being described, sounds like that kind mm. of to me. Yeah.
0: You know what happens? You know what it's called when you kill your husband and his new wife in their house point blank with a gun? No. What's the that? The Christian bail. <laughs> Get it? Because you're bailing out of a situation and you're a hardcore
2: Christian. Oh, that's good. Oh. Sick, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what her lawyer said when the trial started.
0: <laughs> and they went like this? <laughs> that was hang and then She the other, totally pulled the Christian <laughs> bail. And then
1: the judge is like, uh, you know... Um, You realize that Christian Bale is only 10 at this point and is not
0: famous (laughs) yet, right? Yes, he was in Empire of the Sun. (laughs) (laughs) uh, And
1: the dragon movie. Uh, Uh, Joke with (laughs) Or
3: Was he in um, Red October as well?
2: No, he was in a movie where dragons are real. Chasing Red October. (laughs) 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 So, just to get back slightly (laughs) to to the story of Betty Bar. She is a super mom with all these kids, sort of tied down at home, unhappy, Dan, he's a successful lawyer. He's working like 15 hours a day. The marriage is kind of in trouble. It gets into even more trouble um, because in the fall of 1982, Dan at his uh, law firm, he hired a personal legal assistant and it wasn't a a guy. It wasn't? (laughs) It wasn't a guy that he knew. He hired a 21-year-old beautiful Dutch-American woman named Linda Mm. Kolkena, who was a former flight attendant to be his uh, personal legal assistant. Oh, boy. And it's interesting Mm. because... That's Linda. progressive
0: of him at that time.
2: Well, it's also progressive because she had no legal experience, no <laughs> medical experience, and no administrative skills. <laughs> <laughs> she had, she couldn't she, type. She, she, <laughs> was, she hadn't attended college, and she couldn't type.
0: <laughs> oh, she well also weird.
2: looked like a younger version of Betty Broderick.
0: Oh, oh that's very weird. So. so Dan was lending a helping hand to this poor. He was person.
3: philanthropic.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's very nice. This makes me wonder if he's cheated before.
1: He's a dog, maybe.
3: I, wonder. I mean, if you're just
1: hiring this young lady to. You know what I mean?
3: She had been the like building's front desk secretary where his like fancy office was, I think, and then he like Mm. um, poached her from that role. And
1: was he sort of mid thirties, late thirties?
2: How old was he at this point? Um, I guess so. This is eighty two. If they were like, I think he's like mid thirties because Betty is like forty seven. Maybe he's early forties at this point. Okay, you know. Um, Also, uh, Linda, his new personal legal assistant. Uh, She had just been abruptly let go from her job as a flight attendant with Delta Airlines for being accused of flirting and fussing with passengers (laughs) while traveling off-duty. She had been accused of getting, uh, like, drinking and then sitting on the lap of of passengers and, like, flirting and stuff.
3: I did not know this detail. Yeah.
2: So, anyway. A
3: flirty girl.
2: A a flirty girl in
0: the sky.
3: (laughs) Flirty girl.
0: (laughs) So this all happened when hardcore punk was at its height.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, in between all of this, they were all going to, like, shows. And yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Black Flag.
2: Like, yeah.
0: The Dead Kennedys were
2: singing songs about yuppie culture, and Dan is literally hiring a beautiful st- stewardess to be his assistant. Yeah,
0: Jello Biafra would lose his fucking mind.
2: Yeah. He should have married Betty. As early as October 1983, Betty suspected that Dan was up to some funny stuff with his new assistant, mm. um...
0: I bet you they were having a great time. Dan denied it though.
2: Yeah, I think they were having a good time. Yeah, they were
3: like living, living um, the life of exuberant philanderers.
0: Yes, I think so much money. There's nothing wrong with that, but then don't treat Betty so bad.
3: (laughs) Yeah, like you can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. as long as you're being nice.
0: Yeah, and Catholic.
2: Be nice to Betty.
3: (laughs) Yeah, gentlemen. Yes, so. and he was really pulling away. That's how she was suspecting things. He was like being cold. Mm.
2: Yeah, he was sort of tuned out. He yeah. was emotionally unavailable, and she mm. was like, something's going on. You've hired a babe who looks like me uh, 20 years ago to be your assistant, mm-hmm. and there's a story that she was hoping to save their marriage, and uh, on Dan's birthday, she brought a gift of champagne to his office. Oh, He wasn't there, and mm. the receptionist told Betty that uh, Dan was out for the day with Linda Ugh. and Linda on she, his birthday on his birthday. And she, uh, Betty went, got very angry. She was furious and she went home and she burned Dan's clothes in the backyard. You know what? I like that. Me too. I love good that. For her.
3: Know what that's like. That's like, um, have you guys ever seen the music video and it's really good. um, And from Sam Smith like I know I'm not the only one you know that song that's what that's about well it's not about Um, this per se but in that music video Chris Messina like you know who I'm talking about Chris Messina he's an actor he's a really good actor um he's like cheating and his wife's at home and and she and she knows it and then yeah she has this like big bonfire actually you know what it is probably loosely based on that because she's a blonde and she burns his suits in the backyard and like throwing like all this clothes on the fire it's a really good video everyone should go watch it most
0: of what betty did is like weirdly reasonable uh, yeah, yeah. Up, up,
3: up until this point, she's being pushed a lot. Yeah. I think she made a mistake, she's been gaslit.
2: though. gaslit. Burning his clothes, because they're going to be high-quality, you know, high-quality clothing. Linen. Go on eBay. Obviously, it didn't exist at the time, but she could
0: have made a fortune. Oh, yeah. Poshmark, Depop. She could have gone to a swap meet. Absolutely. Well, she could have yeah. donated it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Mike, she should have donated it. They were rich. Yeah. What the? Where hell, are my Mike?
0: clothes, Betty? I took them all to a swap meet. <laughs> you pig. At the swap
3: meet all day. Do better, <laughs> Betty.
0: <laughs> I got five was... bucks for your Ralph Lauren blazer.
3: <laughs> he was really gaslighting her, though. He was because she was saying this, and he goes, "No, you're crazy. You're being crazy. You're being insane, Betty. Yeah. You're being insane." And also, I think around this time, she was like. Like you're not, you don't. You're not coming to church, or you need to come back to church. And at this point, and this is what infuriates me, is that he was like, I don't like that stuff anymore. Believing for believing in God is for dumb people. And and like now that he was rich, he thought that believing in God was like for dumb dumbs and lame and <laughs> embarrassing. But all that time he was like, no, you mustn't have a, an abortion oh because God. of God. And now he's rich, and he's like, God's for poor dumb dumbs.
0: He is Damn. the evil man of so, this. It's, the, it's, definitely it's so far. Way. I don't know
1: anything about the story. Mm-hmm.
2: And first impression for me, yeah. definitely no, so far. No yes. wonder she burned his California Raisins
0: shirt. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I could get so much money for those these days on Depop.
0: Totally. <laughs> Varnay? Yeah, I bet you yeah. he had some classic Varnays. Yeah,
3: you'd think he would because it's skiing, right? And surfing. Varnay is skiing and surfing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn.
0: Damn <dude>. Ocean
2: Pacific. <laughs> <Some of> that? <laughs> yeah. So the marriage is in trouble. She knows he's been out with his assistant and. Um, things are fucked and against Betty's wishes, she still wanted to save the marriage. Dan moved out of their home in February of 1985. Um, really abruptly. Betty claimed that Dan confessed he had been, in fact, having an affair with Linda, his, uh, his assistant, and that began a five-year-long, drawn-out, insanely exhausting and hostile divorce uh, proceeding that was ex- insanely expensive and Dan, knowing everyone in like the area's legal community, he the cards were stacked in his favor, obviously. He
3: was the president of the bar, so the California yeah. Bar Association at this point, I think. Oh so my he had God. so much power. Yeah. In in this in this realm.
2: Yes, he was. Yeah, president of the San Diego Bar Association. Oh yeah, San Diego. Um, and Betty said that he made it extremely difficult for her to find a lawyer willing to represent her because he was buddies with everyone in the oh, legal I community. Hate him and uh, put her at a distinct adva- disadvantage, and she also believed that Dan used his influence to win, and he won sole custody of the children. You rarely hear that with the men. It was because of a loophole, though. She got no visitation rights, because she, in her fury and whatever, she started, like, just dropping off the kid's at his house and leaving them there.
3: Yes, because she was mad that he was like b- basically living a single life of going out with Linda all the time, no mm. kids to look after, and she was, had the kids. So this was her, you know what, this is the thing with Betty, and I can understand it, but she made things sadly worse for herself. I'm not blaming her, but b- b- her rage. So like she was so mad that she was like, you know what, fine. You, this, it's not a party. It's not a fucking honeymoon for you and Linda. You Take the kids and have, t- and have some responsibility. And her relinquishing the children like that in some legal, not loophole, but just a technicality, meant that she like for, but for lack of a better word, like forfeited the children,
4: or or, or like
3: yeah, relinquished custody oh, to him. Oh, so see. that gave him so much fuel in court to be like, I had them. She gave them to me, and, and now their I, safety
2: was in jeopardy because yeah, she dropped yeah. them off, and he didn't even know they and were she, there. Well, he wasn't and home. Yeah,
3: yeah, that kind of thing. Fuck.
0: That sucks. Yeah.
3: A lot of her, her rage didn't help her here, but we can, we can relate. That is,
1: I definitely understand why she would do that, but that is kind of bad, huh? To just be uh, like,
3: Yeah, because you know what? All these little moves you make in these early days of like a divorce battle will come back and haunt mm-hmm. you. If you leave the house, you're relinquishing like, yeah. um, you're like, like leaving the abode is like abandonment and like all these little things that you do are gonna, you gotta watch your step.
0: That's Dan sucks. and his friends picked her apart. Her yes. to pieces and he had already smashed her mind <laughs> yes it's yeah. really ugly yeah so
2: he also um sort of sold the house against her will he won total custody of the children she didn't even get visitation rights at all that's crazy um, and she claims that he cheated her out of uh, her rightful share of his income via alimony and it's a really child harrowing
0: support. series you guys gotta
2: watch it so After like five years of this nightmare divorce battle, it was finalized in 1989, and uh, it uh, made Betty start behaving in an even more erratic fashion. She left hundreds of profane explicit messages on Dan's answering machine. Remember answering machines, everybody? (laughs)
3: Yes. Uh, She really used that answering machine. I
0: remember getting profane messages on my answering machine.
3: (laughs) Oh, she must have (laughs) dialed the wrong number and got you.
0: (laughs) I'm not Dan, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But
3: Dan was so infuriating that she would call and be like... Because he put Linda on... The, the voice greeting, being like, hi, you've reached the Brodericks. Like, it was Linda's voice that Betty was hearing. And she was like, you fucking people over there and you <laughs> bitch and whore. And you whore and all this. And leaving these messages. And then Dan would petition for every time she like la- he made this, like, stipulation that for every time she left a profane, for every swear word she used on the voice m- machine, or for every time she called, every time she stepped foot on the property, he would reduce her alimony payments. To the point where there was one month where he reduced her like monthly um, support so much from these fines that she owed him six thousand dollars.
2: That's like how James Brown would fine his musicians if they made a mistake Is on that stage. true? Yes.
3: what? <laughs> yeah,
2: Five dollars per mistake. <laughs> so he's like James Brown.
3: He's the James Brown of um, bitter divorce battles. <laughs>
2: uh. Yeah, I was trying to
1: think of something too. <laughs> Ow!
0: I feel divorced. <laughs> oh. I feel divorced. Um, and I knew that I
2: was <laughs> now. <laughs> Platin D for divorce. <laughs> uh, she ignored numerous restraining orders that Dan filed against her uh, that forbade her from setting foot on his property. She. Didn't even acknowledge them, and she vandalized his new home. She spray-painted the walls of his bedroom, and um, dro- one time she drove her car... Into the front door of the house.
0: That's I a riveting scene yes, in the series. Yes, that's
3: when she found out, I think, that he sold the house. I think that's when she drove yeah. into his and house. And the kids were home I at have the time. anxiety right now. Yeah. From the, all, everything she was doing. From the story. I know,
0: I it's know. It's really. Oh, now, God. she's going
2: to do something really heinous in the eyes of the law, but I would like to point out that, in my view, this is the worst thing she ever did. So she's spray painting the walls and curtains of his house. She crashed into his front door. She also smeared a Boston cream pie all over his bed. <laughs> Oh, and there need to be tougher laws yeah around the world <laughs> against this kind of thing.
3: About yeah. de- d- um, desecrating a um, yes. a Boston you know, cream pie. Yes.
1: She was calling her husband geek city. That's a bit of a geeky thing to do. You go to the mm-hmm. to the grocery store, you buy a cream pie. Oh, sorry, mm-hmm.
3: she didn't buy the pie. She oh. she trespassed into the house and saw cuz it's his favorite pie, I guess from his Harvard days. And he he, <laughs> and he loves cream, cream pie. pies,
2: we know that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, look how many kids he's got.
2: Mike, home run. <laughs> wow.
1: Mike hit that right out of the park. Lovely.
3: And her wow. conception was not immaculate. <laughs>
2: But she just found one on the counter and sm- smushed yeah, it on the Yeah, because I think
3: Linda had made it for his like birthday or something, or some occasion. My- she was
1: pissed. Mike, we've had disagreements here and there over the years. I can't what? imagine any argument you and I would have where you would smear a cream pie all over my bed. Never. I, can- I just can't.
2: I would never do that to you. I, I know. I wouldn't do it to you either.
0: Hmm. You, you guys can. say that now, but...
1: All right. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to one year from now. now and yeah. this
2: makes me think of you, James, because you like to drink vino, yeah, uh, I did. At, during one incident, she threw a wine bottle uh, at his window and smashed the window. She uh, put holes in the walls of his home also.
0: Damn. Wait,
1: oof. Hey, honey, was that hole always there? No, yeah. I think it's new. <laughs> ah, my ex. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but may I say, I and I, I won't make this so personal or so ex- expository about myself, but I have been... Gaslit in relationships by like a philanderer, like a cheater, mm-hmm. and I know the rage. But then I also think like I can really relate to Betty's style of rage of like kind of just wanting to like like you know the, the 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 volatility, the physical stuff. I can like relate to just wanting to destroy things. But then I'm like, oh my god, I'm half Italian too. Like I'm just like her. It is. A I'm half stereotypical, Irish,
2: half Italian. <laughs> <It's>
0: very <laughs> typical, <laughs> like
2: fiery Italian yes, response. Yes, it to, is. To it
3: to is. But and I relate. I that's that's would def-
0: not want to cheat on you a million times. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. For me, it was a mil- it was a million times. It wasn't just once that sent me into rage. It was like a lot, like many times. And the gaslighting, being like, "I think something happened. You're crazy. You're yeah. crazy," and like it really does drive you crazy. Yeah. I think if you
1: yeah. uh, cheat on like a long time partner it's it's like you kind of run the risk of that person going crazy yeah
3: you don't know who you're dealing with but especially if it's like i think i don't know i like even it's not even like the cheating like a once thing or a twice thing it's like the the chronic Mm. i think it's it really is the gaslighting i think Mm. that's the main thing you don't know what you're talking about yeah Yeah. it really makes you go like it really makes the foundations under your feet shift so that you like question everything about yourself and you're like it, it is a really crazy thing. I think that just like an instance of cheating is like okay, we get that's an animalistic thing that we can understand. But then when you're told no, you're seeing things that aren't there. You're crazy. Yeah. Makes you,
1: you know. J- just before we move on, I mentioned I watched Fatal Attraction last oh, night. Oh yes, and it's making me think about it. In the bonus episode, we should talk about Fatal
2: Attraction.
3: Absolutely. Oh god, I love a steamy Michael Douglas thriller.
2: Okay, back to Mike. <laughs> so, on April twenty second, nineteen eighty nine. Dan and Linda, his assistant, were married. They got married. <laughs> oh, dear. And Linda had been concerned that Betty was going to show up and like, fuck up the wedding or do something crazy to the point that she urged Dan to wear a bulletproof vest uh, at the wedding. And Betty, though, to her credit, didn't show up, and the wedding went ahead normally. And it was, by all accounts, a beautiful day. <laughs>
3: Uh-huh. And even her friends, I think, were worried that she was going to do anything because, Chris, do you remember the scene in, in the series where her friends had the beepers and they're like, you beat me if you don't know where she is on the wedding day? Like they had like yeah. classic beepers and the, all these like SOS signals. But in in to me, that was one of the saddest scenes in the show yeah. was the day of the wedding where her friend was there with her and they were just looking at pictures and then they were like dancing and having fun. Like, Betty was trying it's to have really fun. really sad. sad. Chris, uh, this is uh, bumming Chris out. It really is.
0: <laughs> and uh, he was very cruel. It would be yes. hard That's to... like, en- insanely cruel.
2: Wouldn't it be hard to enjoy your wedding day if you're, like, in the back of your mind the whole time, you're like, oh yeah, my ex-wife might show up and open fire on the whole wedding?
3: <laughs> yeah, Yeah, they had security, I think.
2: Mm, wow.
0: But only because she's crazy.
3: crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. So after the wedding, Betty claimed that Linda... Now, Linda Broderick uh, had taunted her and was playing mind games and mailing her like facial cream and slimming treatment ads. Mm. Right?
3: Yeah.
1: That oh, don't good.
2: tell me she was washing her face with hand soap. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Only I a lunatic pure.
3: would
0: do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in Batman nineteen eighty nine, which came out during their wedding, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Joker poisons the. Uh, makeup industry Smilex, Smilex, and so then the news broadcasters don't wear makeup that's what I look like whoa <laughs> who, wait who is <laughs> the, the joker
3: in that Jack Nicholson sorry I, I mix them up I mix them up yeah okay I know uh, that I know that because that's with Catwoman too no. no,
2: that's, Shit. that's Batman Sorry, sorry. You're sorry. killing me. Here. And that's I'm another sorry. great episode of Evil Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen,
3: I've seen all the I Batmans. I just can't keep straight who was in which one. I've seen all the
0: Batmans.
3: <laughs> I've seen every Batman.
0: There's people saying that in Looney bins <laughs> <You> right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen all the Batman.
3: <laughs> but I just can't like exactly keep track of like who was the Joker yeah, in which yeah. one and whatever.
1: Remember this one, Chris? You I'm my number one
0: guy. Yeah, Jack Palance. Yeah, really good stuff. <laughs> so on their
2: wedding day, Batman showed up. No one was wearing makeup. Um, <laughs> Batman.
0: No, but I got the zit of the news reporter from <laughs> that doesn't wear makeup in Batman nineteen eighty nine. Anyways,
2: so even though Betty was, by all accounts, kind of unhinged and had taken the divorce and the remarriage of her ex very badly, it is true that during this time she also had a new relationship with a sailor. Sort of like your brother, James. Hey. <gasps> a sailor and entrepreneur named Bradley T. Wrights. He was... Not uh, another T. Yeah. Stay away from the T's, <coughs> Benny. Uh, he was six years younger, so good for you, Benny. A younger man. He can last longer in the bedroom. <laughs> and uh, he ran a fencing company.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that's true.
2: Yeah, Mike, come on. Don't, don't put a guy's
1: our age down. We last a good long time. I'm, I I want to send a shout out to all the younger men listening
3: <laughs> today. Keep and going. commend you yeah. on your... <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, I commend you
1: on your wonderful performances in the bedroom. The Much better than The longevity of do. your act, sexual
3: acts. <laughs> well, I heard recently that the average, the average sex session only lasts like five minutes. That's what I, I heard. What? I heard that on TV.
0: Fuck. Everything is blowing my mind today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... This time, so her, her news. And also, people here are revealing stuff about themselves.
3: <laughs> no, that wasn't about me. I'm telling you, that, that wasn't yeah. about me the five minutes. That was like an average. Yeah, that's and expensive. I heard it on the TV. It was in the New York Crazy Times. Long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, the New York Times says. <laughs> should be about five minutes that's it it was on the front page
1: <laughs> yeah honey what are you doing yeah. It was on the front page of the new york times <laughs> you gotta be wrapping up here it's been
0: seven minutes you're still fucking me <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so betty's new popeye the sailor man boyfriend is supporting her now um interesting thing he kept their love letters in a storage locker that after shit went down uh he stopped paying for his locker and someone bid for the contents and then someone, whoever got his locker was like, holy shit, I have oh Betty Broderick's love letters and they were uh, sold and printed in the media while she was in prison. Wow. That's kind of mean.
3: He stopped paying for his storage locker? It sounds like she really cleaned him out.
2: it's <laughs> <laughs> like $30 a month? <laughs> Come on, sailor man. I guess he was at sea. He oh, yeah, right.
3: Yeah. He was at sea probably.
2: Now here is the sad event that made betty broderick famous um because it wasn't the cream pie smushing that made her famous (laughs) so a month before dan got married betty had bought a smith and wesson revolver you know america you can just buy a gun and seven months after dan and linda were married betty broderick one morning drove to dan's house in san diego early in the morning she used a key she had taken from her daughter, Lee, to enter the house while the couple slept, whereupon she entered the bedroom, and while they were asleep, she shot and killed them. Wow. The murders occurred at 5.30 a.m., so... Early. Kinda early? I would never get up that Very early, early bird. to
1: murder someone. She, she, I mean, she probably had to get up at 4 to have mm-hmm. breakfast, shower, drive I'm over. trying to imagine you waking up that early <laughs> to <laughs> do Good that. Good luck. I would not kill somebody at that time. Oh, no James, way. could not have, have a hope in a hell?
0: Huh? She go always goes for a job first. Yeah, first. Yeah, so it might have been three James, thirty. James, you'd be
3: murdering these people at two thirty. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I, I don't really click
3: in PM. until afternoon. Yeah. So you'd
1: be it would waiting be waiting the at their home. No, for no them they'd to be, come be back waiting. I it when they were going to bed. <laughs> they'd be yeah, waiting for maybe. you.
3: He's late to murder <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I James would. is
3: like, "Oh, guys, I'm gonna be there. I, the, the coffee, the coffee shop is moving so yeah. slow today.
2: Yeah. Sorry, I'll be right there. Yeah." So yeah, the murder occurred at 5.30 a.m., which is so early, on uh, November 5th, 1989, two days before Betty's 42nd birthday. So a little early Oh, Oh, she's so yeah. oh. young.
0: Holy shit. I'm um, older than her yeah. when she murdered that mm-hmm. man. That's nice to uh, think wife. about. Glad and I didn't murder anyone at 42. I made it yeah, past the yeah, murder Yeah, Yeah, you age. made it past the murder yep. window. <laughs> okay, okay.
3: Smooth sailing from here on out. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Two bullets hit Linda in the head and chest, killing her instantly. One bullet hit Dan in the chest as he was uh, trying to reach for the phone. As you said before, he didn't die immediately. Uh, A bullet hit the wall, and another bullet hit the nightstand, and he was trying to... uh, Call
0: nine one one, but she
2: oh. pulled the phone cord out of the wall. Yes, Shit. and Classic. that
3: and that would come back to haunt her in her defense later on.
0: I yeah. thought he was going to grab the phone because you guys know the old school phones. There's the ear part on the receiver and the mouth part. If a bullet goes in the mouth part, it comes out the ear part and shoots back at Betty. <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought that's what he was trying to do it, it, with the bullet coming the at him. Bull, yeah. The
3: phone bullet boomerang defense. Yeah.
2: yeah. Sadly, it didn't didn't work.
0: Damn! <laughs> but uh, didn't get to the receiver in time.
2: Dan was uh, all seventeen days shy of turning forty-five, and Linda was twenty-eight. Oh, so I'm
0: still time. at the age where I could get murdered. Yeah,
3: you yeah. can still get murdered, so you murdered. still have to be careful.
2: Shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, during the trial, yes, it was evidence was presented that she had pulled the cord out of the phone, like out the phone wire out of the wall, um, and. Dan had not died right away was proven in court as well. So I guess he, so maybe he she spoke she, to him.
3: Maybe she did hear him speak. I, I didn't know that. Could have happened.
2: Yeah. Awkward conversation, Oh, I can yeah.
1: That is so awkward.
3: It's like when you say bye to someone in the grocery store and then you run back yes! in them again. That yeah, is so yeah, bad. Yeah. You, just,
2: you just want to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: You just want the sweet release of death. Yeah.
2: So after this happened... She Betty turned herself into the police. She didn't try and get away with it. She never denied that she had pulled the trigger five times, and at she had two trials, and both times, she said that she never planned to kill Dan and Linda, and that her crime wasn't premeditated, and she said that she uh, she just
3: wanted to talk. She wanted to wanted to be heard. Yeah, and the gun was so that they would listen to her. Is and it what happened she said. spur of
2: the moment. She couldn't control herself. She didn't know what she was doing. Yeah,
3: basically. all of all she said was, "They moved, then I moved, and then they were shot."
2: And she said that when she heard Linda scream, "Call the police!" She fired the gun.
3: Oh right, yeah, blaming Linda. Mm. Her friends got really sick of her talking about Linda, so they were probably watching in court, being like, "Oh my god, <laughs> that she is, won't stop talking." That about That is Linda. true, you
1: know, when you have a friend who maybe is upset about an ex and they talk about it a lot and you feel for them but then you're like, okay, let's talk about something else. Her friends, I could totally see being like, okay, it's been five years.
0: That's a big part of the show actually. Like the social aspect of the fallout of yeah, Betty getting blocked out and <laughs> gaslit. No, it's true. Oh, really? And her oh, friends were being like, okay. And her friends being like concerned about her, but then to the point where they have to let go of her. Yes. Because it's oh, too much. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
3: And she had ones that did stick around for her. But then there was this one that was like really stuck around for her. The one that was with her on the day of the wedding. Yeah. Then at court, threw her under the bus so badly. She was like, yeah, she was always like so crazy and such an evil dumb bitch. And then the, and then the defense lawyer was like, "And but yet somehow she was like your best friend, you lying fucking bitch.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, coming, coming for this lady. Yeah. <laughs> no,
3: but that was the lawyer. He I was being the shitty. lawyer. <laughs> oh,
2: oh. <Yeah. laughs> so we're, we're nearing the end of the story here. I'll just tell you about the trial. Uh, she was tried twice and her defense was that she acted in self-defense because she had been a battered wife and she claimed and gave evidence that she had been driven to the edge of sanity by years of psychological and physical and mental abuse at the hands of Dan Um, The prosecutor portrayed Broderick as a murderer who planned and schemed to kill her ex and argued uh, that Broderick was not a battered woman. The prosecution said Broderick had histrionic and narcissistic personality disorders.
3: Hmm. And yeah, the first jury was hung.
2: Yes, Uh, because two of the jurors held out for manslaughter. They said there was a lack of intent. There was a mistrial. Um, She was retried a year later with the same defense attorney and prosecutor and the second trial uh, was a replay, basically, of the first trial. And the prosecutor was successful the second time, and she was found guilty on two counts of secondary murder, sentenced to two consecutive terms of 15 years to life, plus two years for illegal use of a firearm, and she has been incarcerated since the day she committed the murder. That
3: was her biggest misstep in all of this was the illegal use of a firearm. Yeah, yeah. That's where she that really registered. went wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, if she had, had it only had it registered. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> um, so, she must be almost out then. So she she's in prison at the California Institution for Women in Chino. So nice California. to be in California. Oh, yeah. California in January 2010, her first request for parole was denied, James, oh. and uh, that's because she did not show remorse and oh. did not acknowledge wrongdoing. And she has just never... fake it. She's never apologized, never said that what she did was wrong.
3: I know. Why? Come on. Just like do what I you got to do.
0: Lie. Absolutely, I would lie. i get an acting coach that, if uh, I needed <laughs> to. Her mind like snapped, mm. and yeah. it never went back. Right. Mm. Yeah.
3: Like It can never repair itself. Mm-hmm. Also... I don't know if it was mentioned, but like she, she represented herself a lot—not in the murder trial, obviously, but in the um, in in her divorce proceedings, she was representing herself because she was very stubborn about lawyers. Remember, she kept like just firing lawyers or like not, and lawyers weren't getting paid by Dan.
0: And so, yeah, they were. His friends, Yeah, stuff. but it even the one find that, find that woman, that woman that was yeah. representing
3: her, even after Betty d- didn't want to, or couldn't pay her or something, like th- still tried to stand up for her. But there was a, there, like the, just speaking to the narcissistic element, there was an element of her that was like stubborn as hell and hard to work with and like kind of railing against what needed to be done. So I could see her being unlikable in a parole <laughs> hearing maybe. Mm.
2: So it's true, and she was denied parole in 2011, and again in 2017. She won't be eligible again until for parole until uh, January of 2032. At which date she will be 84 years old. What do you do at that that point? 20 years in jail for her.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. Oh my God! Now they have
2: four kids, and it's interesting. There's a split. Two of her children think she should be released, and two think she shouldn't be.
3: Oof! No one can get together on this issue. (laughs)
0: Yeah, she was going down, down, down. I think she freaked out her children very much. Yeah, and also mm. it's and unforgivable. They were, problem- they were manipulated by their father's version of the events. Yeah. Well. To be fair, even
1: if they thought their dad was being a dick, they might have been like, "Well, you still shouldn't have murdered him." Yes, yes. and and that yes. and
3: that is like the most egregious thing to me to this. Like, even though I like I've said I can relate to her like rage in ways and many women can, and there, she had a lot of support. But I cannot get behind the fact that you have. Oh, like left your chi- you you've traumatized your children so much you His murdered their dad, dad. Yeah. like that is psychopathic the stubbornness
0: she could have moved on in her own way. Yes, yes, she could have. Yes, yes. There is that.
3: Yeah, and that's that's where you. It's hard to get on her side. Is like okay, you've if you're such a good mother, which she was, but you can't argue that you were a good mother while also be, letting your children have a murdered parent.
0: He gaslit her. He manipulated her. But she also, um, uh, it became a fixation, like a manic An fixation. obsession. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And so then, in that way. She is an evil man as well.
0: <laughs> mm. Now uh, this ma- episode is two evil men. This in was my opinion. It's a doubleheader. Yeah. yeah,
2: two. Which one do you want? Maybe <laughs> they should just make up and uh, get back together. <laughs> but she. This was like a uh, media phenomenon at the time. Mm-hmm. It was talked about uh, endlessly in the media, in the news, and Betty herself, because she was like quite like uh, an energetic and like interesting, charismatic personality. She appeared on TV doing interviews herself. She was on the Oprah Winfrey show twice. Wow. Uh twice. interviewed from prison. And once was just tips for like, you know, how to decorate your home. <laughs>
0: How to spruce up your bedroom with a Boston cream pie. <laughs>
2: you get a cream pie, and you get a cream pie. <laughs> I've seen that video. Uh, she was on Hard Copy, 2020, and a show called Headliners and Legends, which sounds like a comedy show.
0: But it's oh, yeah, it was like Sam Kinison, uh, uh, yeah. and then Betty Broderick, and... Uh, the other guy with Bill the Hicks. leather jacket. Bill
2: Hicks. <laughs> <laughs> it's also, her story's been dramatized multiple times. It was most recently season two of, of Dirty John, but uh, there was also... It was, was a Lifetime
3: movie that I saw when I was a kid, which oh. I've known about Betty since I was a kid because of this Pew. Lifetime movie. Or,
2: and it was uh, called A Woman's Scorn, yes. the Betty Broderick story. Who stars as Betty? Meredith Baxter Burney, who oh.
3: played the
0: mother on Family Ties. Yes. I remember that coming out when Yeah, I was it was a little Yeah, it kid. was
3: really, we were little. Yeah, yeah and I was yeah. like,
0: why is... Yeah, family ties. Mom, so mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, second family ties up. reference. Yes, Nick. And now, uh, what
2: was the mother's name? Denise. I don't know. Denise. <laughs> and uh, Denise. Mul- multiple books have been written about this. And in fact, a uh, if you're a TV fan, the 1991 Law and Order episode called "The Wages of Love" was inspired by the Broderick murder case and trial.
0: That's so cool. Okay. Dong
2: dong dong.
1: Wow. Well, great job, Mike. That was really interesting. I Don't oh. thank me. Thank Jackie. Oh, well, I, love,
3: I, I, I don't love the story. It's a harrowing story. But I've been captivated by the story, like I said, since for it a is, long time.
1: Well, I think yeah. you're right. It is captivating because, I mean, I'm not going to say murdering someone is relatable. No. But we've probably all been there <laughs> where you're like... Oh, this yes. person's making me crazy. I'm can, so mad. Can I tell
3: you my my major Betty Broderick moment <laughs> of my you? life? Yes, yes. So, so in the show, she was really mad that Dan was getting remarried in the same month in April that they got married in. That he was wearing, she found out he was wearing a morning jacket where he wouldn't wear a morning jacket at her wedding. So she was like really fixated on that. So I just want to say the, the ex I had that I mentioned that was like a chronic um, cheater and like gaslighter, so a cu- so two months before I got married, I ran into him, and, and I, was getting, I was being civil, I was getting along with him, but I said, yeah, and he's like, I heard you're getting married, I'm like, yeah, I'm really excited, a couple months, and I said, it's at this venue, I told him which venue it's at, and I said, well, it's just a small thing at City Hall, but then we're having like, the party <clears throat> at this venue downtown, and then a couple months after I got married, I found out that he got married two months after I did, in the same venue. In ah. the same venue, yeah, and then and that and apparently his wife was like, "I don't want to get married in that venue." That's where like Jackie got married. He's like, "It's got to be that venue."
0: <laughs> Is that crazy? That sounds twisted. It to drove me. N-
3: ah. It drove me to the edge because I yeah. was so mad. I'm like, I told it felt like him it that. Was
1: messing with you on absolutely,
3: some level. absolutely. I felt that. No, it drove me crazy. I found <laughs> out. Absolutely I, psycho. I found out at the three speed when I, I was drinking at the three speed with some friends, and I found out at the three speed, and I became I became psycho in the three
2: speed. That's. There's so many venues to choose There's from. There's
3: so many venues. Oh. And then when I confronted him about it, I was like, how could you have done this to me? Like, make, kind of sullied that venue for me in, in that way or just like honed in on it or encroached on it. And he was like, I don't care. Or he, sa- he said to a mutual friend, tell, tell her that I don't care and that I'm not sorry.
0: <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> so anyways, that's my Betty Broderick moment. sorry
0: for any of the... Jesus.
3: No, never take responsibility. And like I said, I'm not some crusader against, oh, everybody has to be pure and no one can make a mistake and no one can cheat on anyone. Like, I understand that shit happens. But it's not, it's, that's not the part that it's was the, the worst. It's the, cru- it was the cruelty. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, um, maybe it's that time to break out the evil amateur.
2: Oh look at it! It's got a little Boston cream pie on it, a little platter for us. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> Come here, Evolometer. But uh, hopefully, you're not mad at us for
1: anything we did. Uh, yes, uh, the, <laughs> just the cream pie, please. Please yeah, don't yeah. smear it on anything.
2: Oh, Jackie, it's it's offering you a slice.
3: Oh, I, I I'll, I'll partake.
2: <laughs> oh. Well, um, while we are enjoying <laughs> this delicious fresh
1: pie, mm-hmm. um, what do we think out of ten uh, how, for how evil Betty Broderick is?
2: Jackie, why don't you go
1: first? Because you came up with the idea of doing mm. Betty Broderick. Uh,
3: yeah. So, how evil do I think she? Yeah, is? like
1: ten is the most evil, like Hitler. Right. Okay. okay. Oh my God. It's so
3: complicated it's, it's, with this person.
1: Believe me, mm. I struggle with this. Yeah. Every week.
3: I think that like the act itself is very evil, and especially like like I said, the children being involved and like mm. ruining it fucking up your children's life i gotta put her on a solid you know what she's swinging ab- ab- above the middle i'm gonna say s- s- eight wow.
0: seven okay. seven That's point
3: high. okay fine fine That's okay, seven
0: That's no 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 okay. feel it
3: well i think that th- th- that part is okay but all the other stuff like the boston cream pie yeah. and the vandalism even driving into the house which is insane all the other rage things i would put that at like a six Mm. But because of the murder, mm. I'm got, I've got to bump her up to an eight because of the what the effect it would have on her you, children. You're
2: saying is you can't overlook the murder. I
3: can't. You know what? As much as I'd love to try, me personally, it must be my own kind of weird quirk, <laughs> but I can't overlook the murdering of her children's <laughs> father. Fair, <laughs> fair.
1: Wow.
0: Can I go? Yeah, because I wanted to say that I'm giving Betty a five. Yeah. Okay. Because of all the circumstances mm-hmm. that led to her insane uh, passionate uh, you know breakdown and what she did and murder but she murdered two people so she's not like a yeah that's true and it was and she's been paying for it ever since uh but did it affect the children's lives they she took her their dad away but it wasn't like she was evil all her life you know what i'm saying right no so that's what uh, affects it on the scale too but i also want to say dan is a four because oh, of how, I like he, that. how he gaslit and manipulated yes. her into, the, into this uh, madness. He was cruel. He was yes. insanely cruel. I would put
3: him at a seven, too.
0: He's a narcissistic, cruel yes. son of a bitch. Yeah, but absolutely. I, you know, RIP. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's a terrible story. It's sad. Mm. But one wouldn't happen without the other. That's a great right. point great point
3: she, and she loved him like crazy let's not forget she loved him even when he was doing she all that bad shit
0: everything for him yes and, and even when and he, he was like, her like shit
3: he, even when he would sh- throw her a little bit of a bone he sent her a birthday card or something and she was like oh. or that night she called him and like I ran into some one of our old friends like even to the end when she was raging in psychotic rage she still loved him which is, which is also crazy
0: she was devastated she was hurt yeah fuck Dan I'm finding it hard
1: to give a score because if she had just killed her husband not that he deserved to be shot of course but it would be a lot lower but it it does raise it up for me that she also killed this you know totally innocent person who who just happened to be married to this bad guy
3: a young dumb person like she's probably young and dumb and she couldn't see the other side of it
0: yeah her story about um, Betty was through Dan's eyes, which is kind of fucked up yeah
1: I think I would give her a 4.0.
3: But for the flight attendant thing, I'm like flirting in the sky, 9.0. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, relax, Jackie. It's fun. Yeah.
3: No, you must take your job as a, as flight service attendant seriously, and you mustn't sit on anyone's lap. On my Air
1: Transat flight to Toronto recently, a bunch of them were sitting on my lap. It's
0: I, I used I flew a flare to Winnipeg recently and just got into an orgy. It was just me and five stewardesses. Flare Air, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Yeah, there was no screens in the seats, but there was an the, there, there was, was the in,
1: a, in yeah. flight orgy. Yeah. Yeah. a butt a butthole. A, <laughs> a, a, <laughs> a screen in front of your face but yeah. there's a couple arseholes
0: yeah they don't have yeah they don't have screens to watch movies on flare but they have glory holes in the headrest in every seat <laughs> <laughs> Attention passengers, this is your pilot.
2: Uh, this pl- flight is pretty fun, isn't it?
0: We're gonna be flying at uh, sixty thousand feet, and it's gonna be a fuck fest.
3: <laughs> I met a guy recently that runs a glory hole at his apartment of a famous glor- Toronto glory hole. He, runs he like it? runs it at his apartment. But, oh,
1: where great. does the hole nice. go to? Do you have to? Does it
3: leave his apartment?
1: Like, where does think, he stick
3: his thing? I think he's the guy behind the hole.
1: <laughs> so you're like, hey, if we go to this guy's apartment, there's a hole in the wall there, and you can.
3: I think, or you, something. You
0: guys want to? What's going on tonight? You guys want to hit up the Toronto Hole? <laughs> I got the best glory hole in all of the city of Toronto in my apartment. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Who's the sucker on the other side? Me, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best.
3: But, like, yeah. I, but I was shocked. I'm like, oh, it's like, it's it's like, like
0: at when the a plate? restaurant says they've got the best soup. <laughs> <laughs> What's so good about this hole? Me, it's really wide or <laughs>
2: it's got cushioning around the edges. What's so good about it is that I don't know who's on the other side ever. <laughs> and I get to just put it in my mouth. <laughs> but
3: like I was surprised that it was at his own house because I thought, isn't it like zoning
0: bylaws oh, great to point. go against
1: that? And you know what? Unless he owns that apartment, I'm going to guess his landlord isn't going to be too prove. happy
0: that there's a big hole in the wall. Here's my impression of a construction crew uh, <laughs> making a glory hole in a guy's apartment. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Were those rivets being yeah. put in?
0: Yeah, and hammers. Yeah, you don't think about that. There you part. go, Mister. The glory hole is done. and looks <laughs> beautiful.
3: Beep. Beep. Or like being in the, the unit next door, like, oh, construction on this glory hole has been going on for weeks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the street is all dug up. <laughs> there it is, and it's like half a cardboard box with a hole carved in it. <laughs> Pubes on the around the ring of the hole. Oh, gross. <laughs> We should have reviewed him on Yelp before hiring this guy. Thanks for coming over. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to disappear and someone is going to be on the other side of this cardboard box hole.
1: And he has like a painting above the... It's the best in Toronto. (laughs) He has a painting above the glory hole and the eyes are missing so like he can stick his eyes through the painting
2: and his dick through the hole. (laughs) People keep confusing the glory hole with a garbage chute. And I had a pretty weird thing (laughs) happen
0: last night. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Someone stuffed an old banana peel in the glory hole.
3: Surely that wouldn't be so bad after a long night of not banana peels.
0: (laughs) Yeah, use the banana peel.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The glory hole stinks now.
0: (laughs) Someone sullied my glory hole with a fresh banana peel. To put up a sign like,
2: no garbage.
0: <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> so what do I give Betty Brown? out of 10? Oh, fuck. I'll give her a six. But also Dan a six. Seven. He's yeah, see worse, I
3: like that. Right? I like that area. I I, I would give it killing.
2: That's a, exactly <laughs> that's the Dan
1: hard is part. a ba- seems is like a bad guy.
2: Scale. Yeah, that's what's okay, tipping it That's a that's an ultimate sin. She gets a seven, he gets a six point seven. <laughs> Did you
3: say it's an ultimate sin? Yeah. Okay, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: you know, he's right about some things.
1: You shouldn't murder.
3: No, you're right. It, it does tip the scales a little bit, the murder element.
1: Yes. Out.
2: Thou shall not.
1: Pew. Well, uh, Jackie, um, is there anything else you wanted to mention about your what what, what people can see of yours oh. uh, before we...
3: Yeah, well, I would just say, just go check out the album. It's my newest Pride and Joy. Yeah.
1: Splash yeah. pad. And, what, and yeah, we'll, splash we'll have your pad. Instagram and Twitter up there. Yeah, check Follow me, me out. And I always
3: talk about um, what I'm up to on, on Instagram. Great. Instagram's the best one. What's your mm-hmm. handle on Instagram? At Jackie Pierco. J-A-C-K-I-E-P-I-R-I-C-O. All right. <laughs> wow. And if you
1: are enjoying this chat with Jackie... Uh, go on the Patreon feed because there's going to be more with Mm -hmm. us and Jackie on there.
3: Yeah, I'm going to be cropping up on the Patreon like a mole out of a, a a little mole out of a (laughs) hole in a -a whack-a-mole. You can't get rid of me.
0: Absolutely. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, that sounds like it was another fun episode of... e